0: we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I'ma get on the TV, mama. I'ma, I'ma put you down. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Welcome to the good life. What's up, y'all? What's up, Beer Mile Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Beer Mile Podcast. A special episode. We have two very special guests today. Two very special guests. Maybe you could even say three guests. Oh, uh, technically. I think this is the first episode we've recorded with Nala. So we'll see how this goes. We've got we've got first guest Adam Sherson in the house. He's sitting on my right. And then second guest, well, we'll say Nala is a guest as well. She's the official dog of the Beer Mile Podcast. And then you've got me chris robertson thanks for tuning in uh no guest on the episode this week we've been we've been very busy y'all uh we the, believe it or not this podcast is not our full-time jobs and <laughs> believe it or not it's not even the only thing we do here at beer mile media we also create videos we run beer and so took we we have an episode recorded we just need to finish editing it. More like, I just need to get my stuff together and finish editing it. To be fair, it is like three hours
1: worth of footage.
0: It's a lot of footage. So we, we have a funny episode coming, uh, an interview with Adam and Chris, the two horrible bosses. Uh, we're, we're trying to hire our first set of employees here at the Beer, Beer Mile podcast here at Beer Mile Media. And yeah, we had, a, we had an interview that... I'm, I thought it was pretty fun. You, okay, I mean, is the interview supposed to be fun though? Ah, uh, yeah,
1: good point. You know, it's supposed I, to be funny. I,
0: I think we're supposed to grill. I think we're supposed to grill and really test the candidates.
1: Yeah, I would. I would have also liked to see them grill us more. Like, I, I felt prepared at the beginning that like we were gonna get reamed. And then I was like, oh, I've had worse actual job interviews than this. Yeah. As a boss,
0: I prefer for my candidates interviewing with me to just rip me a new one. Yeah. I think that's well, the only you got, way to do You got to
1: be able to take it so you can dish it out too, you know? That's right. That's right. So we'll have a funny
0: interview. Uh, you can get behind the scenes of us interviewing our first employees of the beer. Uh, I don't even know. Beer Mile Media, Beer Mile Podcast, Beer Mile.com, Beer Mile Running Club. All, all of, of those. the above. All of the above. <laughs> so... That's coming. We also hopefully we will be talking to Cooper Tier and Cole Hawker of the University of Oregon this week, following up on their absolutely wiping of the floor at the indoor track nationals this past yeah, that weekend. Was fun.
1: That was about the only thing that I watched, to be honest.
0: That was that was craziness. So hopefully those guys will be on this week as well. So that ap- that episode will be coming in the next week or two. And we're we're staying busy. We just keep on grinding.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely no shortage of things to do. That's for sure. Between collabs, traveling to cover races and interviews, and the site, and and,
0: and having actual jobs
1: too. And right? yeah, oh yeah, forget yeah. And forgot. trying
0: to train and be decent at running ourselves. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of been hard. And then having a social life once in a while, <laughs> not not super often, but once Wait, in a while when you
1: can with COVID, right?
0: That's right. One housekeeping item while we're here. We got to give a shout out to Colin Goss. Thanks for reaching out. He's sending us a six pack of beer for us to try. It's a beer that we've never had before. We will be reviewing it on a future episode of the Beer Mile podcast, depending on when it arrives, the next probably two episodes from now, say. Uh, So big shout out to you, Colin. And and as a thank you, hit us up back up in the DMs on Instagram, and we'll give you whatever you want from the BeerMile.com swag store.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's hype. If, if you're listening to this and you have a beer that, I mean, it doesn't have to be a beer that you think would be good for the beer mile. If you're just like, Hey, I haven't seen Adam and Chris try this and it's like not local to us. So you probably haven't tried it, then hit us up, you know, maybe send us some beer and we might send you some swag. I think in one of our
0: original episodes, we said, we think it'd be funny if people sent us disgusting beers because then it'll be like, we promise if you send us something, we'll review it on the show. So yeah. really there's no
1: limitations. It's yeah. just send us whatever. I'm I mean, I'm down for that. The thing that the thing that's gonna be rough is if it's like a six pack and then it's a it's crappy beer that just like sits in our fridge, gets dusty, and then a year from now, when we're having like a real St. Patty's Day celebration, we have to pawn it off on some noob who doesn't know any better. But <laughs> But I mean it'll still be consumed, you know. It's not going
0: to waste. We will never waste anything. I'm certainly a guy that I'm not I'm not a no throwing away food, no drink goes unfinished kind of guy.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've thrown away beer in a
0: long time. Someone will drink it. Someone yeah. will become the victim if we if it comes down to that. <laughs> Usually I make myself the victim. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh make sure you're also giving us that 5-star review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. Uh, to be entered into the giveaway that we do every episode one way to do that five star review on apple podcast take a screenshot dm us on instagram beermile media and you will automatically be entered to get something for free from beermile.com so what do we want to go first do we want to talk about the weekend activities do we want to talk about xc nats indoor track nats where do where do we want to go with this let's
1: start let's start with your weekend activities cuz i feel like that's somewhat related to to the XC Nats for you at least.
0: Fair enough. Okay. Let's do that. So this weekend I had the opportunity to hang out with the peak too early podcast guys. And we did a number of things. We had, we had a lot of fun. I recorded a podcast episode with them. We did a live stream commentating the cross country nationals, but I guess, you know, the highlight, well, there's many highlights of the weekend, but just from what would be worthy of sharing to this audience, the first, my first attempt at a Chunder Mile and uh, ended up peer pressuring seven other guys to join me into doing oh, seven it Seven extra?
1: Damn, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah,
0: seven extra. So obviously, we're the Beer Mile podcast, so I think most people here probably know what a Beer Mile is. The difference between that and a Chunder Mile, Chunder Mile is the UK version of the Beer Mile uh, famous in England, Scotland, et cetera, or at least that's that's what it seems to me. It's more yeah. famous there, originated there. It's four twenty-ounce pints instead of four twelve-ounce beers. So the beer is allowed to be flat because it's sitting in a pint glass. Sure. So that is easier, oh, but it's eight ounces more per beer. So you end up drinking eighty ounces of beer while running. Sure. The mile.
1: So is that why I was, I was following along on uh, Snapchat and your Instagram stories. Is that why you poured all the beer into the gallon jugs? Yes. To let us yes. like fizz out. So the night before
0: we took empty water gallon jugs and poured all the beer in there in the hopes that all the carbonation would be gone by the next morning.
1: Gotcha. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's smart.
0: Yeah. And actually we should have poured it even sooner because. Oh, is it still fizzy? It was morning? still kind of fizzy. It, it was doable. It was yeah. fine, but it was still kind of. Fizzy.
1: That's kind of like when I leave, um, like the fizzy waters, like whether it's I don't know Lacroix or insert your your favorite carbonated drink. Um, when I leave one of those half open in the fridge overnight, it's almost worthless in the morning. Yeah,
0: yeah. It certainly you're not drinking it for flavor, and it was also warm. We left it yeah. on the counter as maybe well. That's,
1: maybe that's a good uh, training regimen. Just like pour a ton of. Lacroix into a gallon jug and leave it out, and then try and chug it and in the morning. It?
0: It'd be about the equivalent, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. So first attempt, uh, I was four seconds off the world record. Current world record's 4:57 by Dale Clutterbuck of England. And man, I did not set myself up for a good race. Yeah. Just all around that weekend, I mean, staying up late, you know, partaking in activities I shouldn't be the night before a race. Uh, the day before the race, doing a hard tempo run. The day of the race it was super windy. I went out way too fast cuz I just haven't run a mile race in a while and my fitness is just not quite there either. So all in all, kind of actually the morning of the race, my expectations completely went away from the world record. I was like, "You know what? If I could break 6 today, I'll be happy with that." Sure. So finishing in 5:01, I was actually I was actually pretty stoked with it. I was like, "Man, I I basically had a terrible performance. I positive split every lap. I felt like crap. It was windy. And I still did that. Okay. Yeah. I'll all shatter the world record next time.
1: That's like, um, God, I, this just reminds me of, it's a always sunny in Philadelphia episode, but it, it's obviously like based off a real person. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but boss hogs, the baseball player who would like have like allegedly however many beers on the flight, right. Go to sleep, wake up and like have one of the best games of his career the next day. Maybe yep. that's the move. Like just get hammered before you run a beer mile.
0: I mean, I'm not going to condone it publicly on the on the podcast here, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> it, it might have worked out for you this time it i
0: my stomach was fine actually that was that was the piece that was fine. I think if I would have all the carbonation out of it, it would have been even easier um, yeah, just it, I will say it, it was different the last lap than a beer mile and a beer mile, I feel like I can still even split or negative split running wise. And you can't do that. I don't know if I could. I was so full. The the first hundred meters of the last lap, I was so full. I definitely was slow. I think I kind of got into the rhythm throughout the last lap, but there's no way I'm closing in 60 in the chunder mile. I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. I feel like you can't really, I don't know with all that liquid, that seems like a lot to ask your body to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: And I was like right on the edge of chundering yeah and so i would and, and you're allowed to chunder in the chunder mile and not take a penalty lap but i didn't want to like stop and yeah. have to vomit so I, I was
1: like i just keep
0: moving forward progress like that yeah, was my motto for somebody progress. who has
1: stopped in the middle of one of our dumb challenges to vomit it's definitely like uh you can throw up while you're running but it's not uh, you, you you're better off just like slogging it and yeah. deal like not vomiting as opposed to like stopping and vomiting.
0: Yeah. In, in theory you, you think in your head, Oh, I could just keep running and vomit and I'll be yeah. fine. It's like, yeah, it doesn't really last like longer
1: than you think it will. It, it
0: does. <laughs> it does. It does. So it was a great, I don't know. It was great to dip my toes in the water as they sure, say, sure. And, uh, you know, get feel, feel what it feels like, get some suffering in out there. And <laughs> Yeah, I think come you know late April, early May should be a slam dunkaroo on a four forties for the Chunder Mile, I'd say.
1: And that was like so. This is your technically like your second live stream event that you've done. If you want to count the uh, Trials of Miles Texas qualifier, where we uh, we were in the live stream for all of what like ten five minutes, ten minutes. That's true, You're true. Basically, like. Twitch famous now.
0: Oh, totally! Mainstream. Totally had, had like twenty people watching live. It was <laughs> it was a big day. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just to close close out the thoughts on the Chunder Mile. I mean, I, I was thinking about this. So now, now that I know I can get that one, the I mean, the hardest one is still the beer mile, right? Yeah, because Corey Belmore, the so current you, record, you probably prioritize that now, right? So I think. So I think the beer mile will be the hardest world record to get because it have to be faster. Yeah. The chunder mile I could get off of just a little bit more fitness. So I'm almost, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me what should the order be here? So
1: I, I I think, I think that, I think the danger is you look to like this October, assuming Corey's going to like race at the world champs. Like that's danger zone. If Corey's healthy, that he would he would break his own record. Oh, for sure. And if he and if he puts it in the like the f- low four twenty category, that's like probably near impossible. For
0: sure, for sure. No, I, I, I my goal is by end of May to have all the world records. Okay, that's the goal. So beer mile, beer two mile, chunder mile. Already have the eggnog mile. And then I might as well just throw the chocolate milk mile on there True. too. Because it's like the same as the eggnog mile, basically. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. So I've got I've got three to get out of that goal. Well at
1: least at least like starting May and then headed into June, you're looking at sabbatical so you can prioritize what's really important, yeah. getting getting world records. That's for right. That's <laughs> digestive right. athletics.
0: I mean, that's that's the goal because like you said, Corey. Corey Bellmore will run in the low four twenties whenever yeah. he chooses to go for it again. Yeah. And I don't think he'll go for it this spring because he's training for the Canadian Olympic trials. So right. this is it. I mean, I'm looking at it like this is probably my last chance, potentially my last chance in my life to get the beer mile world record. Yeah. That's so kinda,
1: that's kind of scary.
0: So there, there's the show. Chund- anything else on the chunder mile, the beer mile? I, I mean, are can- we getting you into chunder mile or a beer mile this
1: spring? What do you think? Um, beer mile for sure tender mile. I think the biggest thing is I have this dream that I can be one of those guys that like learns the hidden technique, you know, where you just like open your throat. Yeah. I've, I've like tried so many times this week since, um, Jordan is up at her folks place and it's just Nala and I, I have been, I've been practicing at night where I just take my, uh, my like leader Stein and try and down it at all but like i i can't do the throat opening thing and it's been pissing me off
0: i mean i can't do it either that's the other like gateway or gating item of like if i could just chug, Dude, if you could like, do like those be 30 seconds yeah, faster in mean,
1: the chunder and mile. most of
0: the beer mile guys can do that just like the three second pint and i just can't yeah and so i i have to be able to run faster unfortunately because i just can't quite get it gonna keep working on it yeah not gonna give up on it but
1: i mean definitely definitely beer miles to come I actually, I'm going to be doing like a lot of time trials in the next probably two to three months. I would say. Oh yeah. In in prep for Sinclair. I actually was really close last Saturday. Uh, to doing a four hundred all out after my workout, and then just I was like, to see yeah. what you could do. Yeah, um, no the, tra- the track was insanely packed. I, I think people know it's our spot now.
0: Oh man, that I actually was thinking about that. I was almost thinking for the Chunder Mile, I might not want to do that at the track at the
1: Montrose track because
0: that's like that's a little aggressive, like four twenty ounce pints and yeah. like people. And also, I just don't want to sh- show up and be expecting a great race. And then there's like a hundred people in lane one. I think either. that's a,
1: yeah. I think that's a big thing. Is like. You'll probably have to go three times before you actually do it.
0: Yeah. So I, we got we got to source a, another nearby track, just yeah, a 30-minute drive somewhere. We need an
1: underground track. Yeah. If you're in the Chicago burbs, hit us up.
0: Yeah. Tell <laughs> us a track that we could get on that won't have anybody there, ideally. Yeah. Or if there are a couple people there, we got to get in and out. But man, I just have to do like a like a nine a.m. weekday Chunder mile.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know that. Like, there's literally people out at every time of the day.
0: Yeah. Big city, big city problems right there. Definitely. So,
1: so speaking
0: of the, the coaching time trialing, et cetera, I mean, what, what are you, what are you training for besides the Sinclair? Uh, beef off is there anything else we got we got going here from from new coach we'll give her a shout out new coach bailey myers
1: yeah i hooking
0: at him up with some motivation and some training
1: other other than the 400 the goal is just to knock off actually yeah this is another i feel like i talk about sit and kick too much um but josh kerr always talks shit about uh rust busters but uh, i mean i have like how old am i now Twenty. For almost 25. It's been like six years since I've PR'd in the mile. So, uh, I, that's like a little bit of rust. I'd like to knock that off at least a little bit this season. I, I highly doubt that this fall I would PR in the mile, but like, I think a solid training block probably get close to like a decent respectable time in the, in like a 5k this fall. And then build back up for like next spring to try and go after a mile PR. There I we think. go. But obviously, obviously beer miles are going to be happening. I feel oh, like yeah. every time I've done one, I've never been in good shape, and I've run like six fifty. So like I don't know. We'll see. I think I think the, you got you got all the tools. Yeah, you just got to put the tools together. The fitness is definitely coming back. Like uh, you know, running like seven miles a day is pretty easy. Now it's like two and a, almost two and a half weeks in to training. Um, doing Hills was weird. Cause I mean, it's been however many years since I've run a workout, like two, two years since I've worked out and then probably double that for running Hills. Cause you know, Chicago. So that was, that was fun. I didn't know how to do them at all. Like, I obviously know how to run up a Hill, but like in terms of, uh, timing out the rep, because it was like 20 second, 30 second, 40 second. reps uh for like i think i did like four sets of that and i had like no idea where to start so i kept sticking shit in the ground like there's like all this debris from like model planes that fly around and like i don't know probably kites and shit so i just like picked a few things up and like stuck them in the ground and kids kept like picking up my little flag markers markers. and i was like bro like (laughs) trying to get fit here If, if you're a listener
0: out there and you want to follow along with the training, we're both on Strava. You've been yeah. updating on Strava again, right? Yeah okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. So we're both on Strava. I've never been super into Strava, but now it's really fun. Cause it's just like, I write really dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So
0: follow along. We also have a, a beer mile group on Strava you yeah. can join in there and that way you can see I, I groups are kind of a new thing to me in Strava I didn't really I don't know I've never really I, played around with them but you, Strava get, cool just you are, can see like how you rank compared to everyone else in the group for the week and I don't that's know that's yeah neat.
1: that's another fun thing Strava is really good at like introducing new features without ever telling you about it and then you just like stumble on it and you're like oh yeah. oh groups but that's also been really fun to like see uh we have so many in the group who's running like over a hundred miles a week. I'm like, God damn my guy, like (laughs) better be drinking some beer calories for that.
0: Yeah. Don't be missing out on what's happening in that beer mile group. Big things are happening. (laughs) baby.
1: I guess that's kind of like to another topic of like, of like having a beer mile club and coaching, et cetera. I, I guess we kind of talk about that quite a bit in the upcoming interview, but you know, stay tuned for, for big things. I feel like we've talked ad nauseum, just chris and i like off air about that so we're we're excited to share some some ideas with y'all absolutely
0: yeah there might be might be a beer mile running club in the works maybe some sick kits maybe some coaching and if if you're listening and you have some ideas on what it would take for you to join a beer mile running club i mean it doesn't have to be for running beer miles but just a, a running club with the the crew of people the community around the beer mile the listeners of this podcast what have you uh give us give us your ideas if you have them you know hit us up on the dms on instagram and we'll we'll definitely take all that into consideration
1: yeah yeah for sure this is just us throwing stuff at a wall seeing what sticks i feel i feel like a lot of the ideas are gonna be a pretty big hit but obviously uh looking to y'all to the heat and uh if you if you are interested like leave a comment on this i guess is is this going to youtube probably not this probably won't go to youtube it's
0: audio only this is a special one for you audio listeners this week
1: dm us or like i don't know throw something up on your story if you're like interested in either obviously join the the strava club because that's free but like if you are interested in either coaching or joining a club or both um let us know, because the more the more people that let us know, the more we'll prioritize that over, over some of the other, else. you know, adventures that we do.
0: Yeah, we we have big ideas, y'all. It's just a matter of prioritizing. You know <laughs> what? What do we focus on first? And obviously, we I think we've shown the commitment to the podcast week in and week out. So that's that's kind of our been our top priority, right. um, and everything kind of falls behind it. So I, I think that podcast will remain a high priority. But as far as everything behind it, you know, we can we can shift priorities. You know, depending on where. What people are interested in and what they're interested in doing, and honestly, selfishly, I just want a sick ass beer mile. Yeah, that's mostly what. <laughs> Man, I just want like a sweet speed suit that has yeah like some awesome graphic design for the beer mile on it. I don't what well, if if you if you out there want to design a beer mile racing kit, if you think you'd be good at it, I'll I'll send but, you whatever files you need for like our logos and everything, and you can take that and run with it, play off of it,
1: do whatever. But I'd be high maybe we do a contest I was actually uh, I Ooh, was, a I contest was, would be uh, I was running big. with uh, one of one of my high school coaches shout out Brett Heimstead um, we were running maybe a, a week ago it's actually the the run that I like threw up in the middle of we were going like 710 pace <laughs> and for whatever reason I I decided that having like three pieces of an egg bake 30 minutes before was like a good idea <laughs> Um, but anyways, <laughs> past the point, he actually was like, oh, like if you, if you need any like design or like graphics, like I can, I can help you out. So maybe that's the move is who who would have thought like your high school, one of your high school cross country coaches helping out with a beer affiliate and uh, running things.
0: Enlist his help. I mean, if what, what would we give away? So uh, this is an open invitation to anyone out there design, design something for us, a, a kit, Uh, whatever it is, beer mile running club. I mean, you be creative, but like, what, what is the person who wins?
1: I think the racing kit since like, obviously the, uh, the material that, that we're getting for it is going to be nice because I mean, really it's for Chris and I, um, (laughs) and we want it to be nice, but I think because the material is going to be pretty top notch and it's going to be dripped out in beer mile shit. Uh, it's, you know, it's not gonna be free, but I think whoever wins the contest should like get at least a kit yeah and then i don't know maybe we like bring them on the podcast or something
0: yeah i was gonna say for sure whoever designs it for sure you get the kit for free probably ac- i mean access what it, i don't know what we're doing for the running club thing yet but like access yeah. to that for free for you know what at least a year or something yeah. and then yeah definitely bring them on the podcast yeah and, that'd be, and- i mean it'd
1: just be fun to kind of like hear their story because i feel like everyone that we interact with kind of same with like uh bailey myers and shayla hulahan but like everyone's just like got this weird, like they dip their toe into the beer mile. And it's like, they either give us something or they like interview or we're just like hanging out. And then behind the scenes behind like what we actually talked about, they're just like a really cool person. So I enjoy interviewing those folks.
0: Yeah. We've met some good people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially maybe this is a shoot your shot. If you're a graphic designer, add this to your portfolio, right? You, you, you shoot your shot in creating the design that's going to get picked by Beer Mile and yeah it's going to be a big time investment we acknowledge that but the fact that whatever you design could be you know being worn by hopefully hundreds of people or whatever the case yeah. is at some point that'd be a good little story to put on your resume and get you to get a pay bump or that next job you're looking for or, True. So, mean, or if you're a student you like intern whatever whatever
1: it is True. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's the secret behind the website. Is that just like me getting a, a promo at work? There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we, let's just, let's talk a little bit about this past weekend running stuff because sure. I think we, I think we should touch on it. Wasn't, I mean, my first takeaway, how freaking weird is it to have indoor track nets and, cross-country nationals 20, the same week. 2020
1: cross nationals in yeah. 2021 i know that hurt my brain not
0: I, not great i mean great great execution and not great execution at the same
1: time yeah like i will i will say like the footage was awesome the, uh the live tracking was sick um but the fact that there are two races going on and you essentially had to like draw a line in the sand and be like all right well if you want to run uh, if you, cause it's, it's not necessarily the same group of folks, but it's 99%. The it same is. People. Yeah,
0: it really is. And, there were a few what was pretty cool was the few people that did do both it was really impressive like one one there was the iowa state guy kip Two, who won the 5k indoors then two days later got third in the 10k xc and led the led basically the whole thing like did way too much work in the xc race and probably shot himself in the foot he could have maybe won it if he didn't try to push the pace he went on 231 at the one k it's like it's going out in four minute pace after he just got done running a 5k like what is this guy doing but that's probably why he's good at running. Cause he just is, you know, full steam ahead. Yeah, He's got,
1: that guy's got big nuts.
0: Yeah. So that was a cool storyline that came out of it. I suppose was that some people doubled and had success, which is, I guess, super God. The only word I can think of is it's super alpha. <laughs> Fucking we alpha. are not going with that no. word. Absolutely not. Uh, terrible word choice. <laughs> <laughs> the, Boycott that word. <laughs> boy, boycotted canceled. Uh, but outside of that from XC, I mean, I think the I, I did I was watching this live and shout out again to the Peak Two Early guys for having me join their their live stream on YouTube commentary with it. But the guy from BYU that won Connor Mance, I thought for sure he was dunzo. So he went out with Kip 2, was sitting on him, and then like 3K in just fell off. Like mm. not, not super hard, but fell off. And it looked like Kip 2 was just going to run away with it, game over. And I was like, man, just went out way too hard. Like, he's totally screwed. Like, you very rarely go out in a race over your skis and then slow down and then recover to, like, negative split again. Right. Like, usually, if you start going backwards, you're just going backwards. And so the fact that he, like, had a second wind in the middle and then caught back up to Kip 2 and then dusted him by 30 seconds in the last 2K – that's it. That's pretty crazy. That guy yeah. is an absolute. That's, like, that's talk cr- about cojones. Oh my gosh, yeah, that guy's a stud for
1: sure. I I guess my hot take on I, maybe I'll walk myself back from shitting on or like just being weirded out by the fact that they had like two races essentially at the same time. I think uh, when we talk about like uh, we've had like the shoe the super shoe debate and like all this other stuff, but I think. What is interesting is like, yeah, if you compete at both, your times aren't going to be great. But like, if you do and you put on a show like Kiptu did, then it's I think that's good for the sport. It,
0: it is good. It is good. Like if you if if he would have won both, I that, mean, that, just, that just solidifies like, hey, this guy's getting a pro contract. No, right. d- no doubt. Right? Because he freaking stud. Um, I I also thought it was funny in his post interview, one of the post interviews he did on the five k. Um, he said that it was like just a long, like just a run. Like he, 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 he said he wasn't racing. (laughs) Like he didn't have to race hard basically. Right. He said he was, uh, I mean, he did pull away from the field, but I don't know. Thirteen twenty three indoors, probably not, uh, you know, it wasn't easy. He's probably no. exaggerating a little bit, but he also said in a pre pre interview for the XC race that he for sure wasn't going to take the lead because he was coming off the five K indoor. And, and I like, almost wonder if that was just like mind maybe. fuckery, you know, just like, Hey, yeah, no, I'm just going to sit in the pack. And then, Oh, surprise day of the
1: race. I'm just going to pull away from everyone early on and see if I can do it. Maybe that was a mind game. I don't, Cause it's not like, I feel like that's a big swing to take of being, I'm totally, yeah, here's my, here's my public game plan and then totally not following it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it was, I don't know. Embrace or he, debate. or he just doesn't even,
0: he just needs to learn how to race still. And he's, I mean, I guess I can't say that he, Could you, he won a national title. He's pretty good at racing. Yeah. But
1: I wonder if like, he may say he got caught up in the moment or Yeah, say you know. he does, he, he did get caught up in the moment and that's why he like raced like that. I bet if he did, if that's the case, and he didn't do that, then he probably would have won. Yeah, he'll learn from it either way. He's
0: a beast. Uh, yeah, it was really fun to watch. Nau men crushed it. Uh, The only, the only thing that just you just think about is would Oregon have beat them? That's the main thing because sure. Oregon prioritized indoor track. Would Oregon very have, clearly, <laughs> very clearly, would Oregon have beat Nau or not? Hard to tell. Really hard to tell. I don't know. Yeah, I don't he, really have a take on it either way. I, potentially I
1: don't know that'll be that'll be like fun to debate though I bet people on let's run are already like doing project projections based on performances and fucking backwards scoring it uh, yeah that's just what you do on let's run
0: yeah I haven't been on that down that rabbit hole today seeing what people were saying about it but I'm wouldn't wouldn't be uh I'm sure people are discrediting NAU already because oh "Oh, Oregon wasn't there or I'm sure there's some people discrediting or I don't know about discrediting Oregon guys that in indoor um, saying, "Oh, the XC guys weren't there to, yeah. to beat
1: you," but I mean, to be fair, they're already discrediting a lot of the Oregon guys um, just based on like the whole super shoe debate. Like, I saw one post that was like, Cooper Tier wasn't that fit in high school, and now he's running like whatever. Like, with well, the shoes have gone so, f- like, way too oh, far. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, sure. I'm like, dude, the kid's fast. Like, leave him alone. I yeah.
0: Don't- he, like, you know, got more mature, gained yeah. more, like, muscle, got more years of running under his belt. Yeah. I think he just got faster. Yeah. I mean, th- if you win races, you win races. Like, who right. cares about the shoes? Like, yeah. everyone has the shoe, w- whatever. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a stupid. Thing To say, uh, saying an athlete like, like, pretending get, as if an athlete is like a 430 miler without yeah. the shoes. <laughs> I, I get that the
1: times are faster, but he's also like, he and his teammates have been consistent with their performances, and a win is a win, so right, right. So, XC, I guess,
0: on the women's side, um, it was pretty the only, the only like real big, at least storyline that I kind of was paying attention to was, uh, I think gritty witty is her nickname gritty from witty. BYU. And yeah, she, she kind of similar to Kip too in a way where she was kind of like trying to gap the field. She never really did, but she was trying to lead the, lead the field, pull away. And then woof that last K, she went backwards, like 20 spots, 30 spots. Yeah. I don't know what she ended up, but her team still won. So
1: do you think, um, all as well, do you think because of like the lack of XC racing that people weren't able to like judge their ability, definitely could be as well as that course is super hilly like the times yeah. were very slow for uh national race Cause, i mean if both if both races had leaders that were very like i mean from their running it seemed like they were really confident right and then like fast forward to the last k or so of the race just like kind of shitting had the nothing left yeah
0: yeah I wonder actually one part of the we did a prediction contest for the NCA or for the for the XC race and part of my predictions cuz I didn't know the teams that well and I wasn't sure who would even show up versus not show up like show up to track versus XC sure one of my uh, philosophies was if you're a school that is someplace that gets a lot of snow. I am just gonna bet against you for cross country, just because you haven't even gotten to run on grass. Yeah, that was gonna be my. I, that's a good strategy. That was gonna be my strategy. I mean, they have gotten a few meets here and there this, I, th- I think, these past couple months. But that was my strategy. Was like uh, Minnesota probably not gonna be that great this year versus like a Stanford or versus like someone like that, which I think kind of got proven wrong to some extent because I think what was it like Minnesota and Michigan State got fourth and fifth on the what was that on the men's side or women's side man i'm getting all the places mixed up basically it came down to places that had snow they still did well yeah um, so there's no way to differentiate uh the weather <laughs> well, I from guess, i guess your performance you... and notre dame guys got second they have they've had snow right. so
1: i guess when you have like the facilities for indoor training it doesn't really make a difference i mean it kind of does for running on an actual cross-country course but right you're still in shape in oklahoma state's course it looked like the grass was like super short and it's like more
0: dirt because it's like deserty so if anything it is kind of more like a track road race anyway in that regard i mean there's hills but the the surface the the hard part would be if you get on that super uneven grass and you're just not used to it like your ankle's just not strong enough
1: but yeah yeah running on grass is different
0: it's very different very different
1: as evidenced by my hill sprints this past weekend (laughs) All right, indoor track.
0: What else do we got to say besides uh, the, the Oregon boys getting it done?
1: Yeah, at this point, hot take, is it boring that they win too much?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think the now, now the exciting thing to see will be them versus the pros in the Olympic trials. Yeah. That's where it's going to get fun. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it's just a question of are they – I mean, obviously they're good time trial. Well, they're good racers too now. But but they're maybe are they just racing people that are you know below their ability versus right. when they step up they're, and they're racing when they're small the best fish in a big pond. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I still like their odds. I mean, when you can like looking at Cole Hawker's splits in that mile, just man, made yeah. me want to quit running. Well, his, his last he closed in one fifty
1: two. The his last two hundred was twenty five. That's twenty
0: five. That's pretty solid on indoor track. Not that's, bad.
1: That's fucked. And bro. then an
0: hour later, you come back and. Win the three K with a very fast lap as well. Like, like not
1: like running a twenty five, maybe like one percent of the world can do. Probably,
0: oh, I'd say less than that. Probably, yikes! Because even good distance runners can't run twenty yeah, yeah, five. True. Like a lot of a lot. I wouldn't say pro distance runners can probably run that fast, but even a lot of distance runners can't yeah. run that fast. So no, like point point oh one percent. Who that's, knows? That's wild. Very very small amount. Uh. Trying to think of other indoor track takeaways. I will say Ole Miss in the DMR. I don't know if you saw those results. They They were they had a really good time. They 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 actually they actually challenged Oregon to some extent. So that was impressive. You know, props to them for that. For them
1: to, I mean, they're talking mad shit. They at least kind of backed it up.
0: That's true. Yeah. No. I mean, they any other NCAA year they would have won. Yeah. Like, based on if they had run that time any other year, I mean, it would have been significantly ahead. I don't know, whatever, shoe, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, they ran well.
1: What, what can I we mean, say? It, it, like th- this is just kind of, like, net zero for them. But I think if they would have talked that amount of shit and then not shown up... That would have been pretty funny. So Yeah,
0: it, it would have been pretty if they would have run like ten seconds behind Oregon, and then it's like, uh, let's just.
1: <laughs> if I were them, I'd
0: just be like, "Oh, there's not gonna be any YouTube videos for like two months. Yeah, uh, yeah we gotta, gotta, gotta go get on, back to
1: work. You gotta go underground and stop drinking beers and yelling <laughs> at tin betas."
0: Oh man, they uh, they showed up to XE too. Uh, Ole Miss. Uh, we should let's no, all right. Ole Miss, you get no more time. Yeah, Never fuck you guys. I, I don't need to. I don't need to talk about them anymore
1: uh (laughs) yeah we have to wait until they go pro and then they're they're cool like craig
0: well yeah well maybe maybe
1: maybe add add some years of maturity but yeah when when maybe when they're more mature they'll let their brains develop you know be be nicer to everybody yeah Yeah, be more inclusive well they'll they'll find out that uh if you're an alpha you don't have to like tell the world that you're an alpha that's right That's that's right that's how you know yep Shit, what else have we got on tap? I guess uh some traveling. Some uh Ooh, there was uh I guess side note, um the uh big billion dollar merger between uh Mr. Noah Drati and and Sidious.
0: That is big news. The Sidious Mag monopoly on podcasting continues.
1: Yeah, seriously. Fucking Ama- so, Amazon of podcasting.
0: So yet another running podcast out there and yet another podcast owned by the Sidious Mag Podcast Network with uh, Noah Dradi. Uh, just just going to point out here that, you know, Beer Mile Podcast still an independent venture. We don't need any, you know, Seed money, daddy money, anything like that to keep can, our podcast going. Can we be like
1: Whole Foods, like after they got acquired by Amazon. Like, can oh, we can to still do our own
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I, this is, yeah. I, I doubt uh, if anyone tries to acquire us. I doubt that they try and control it. They what we do because it's kind of like the antithesis of of what we do. Great point. I mean. Anyone
0: who acquires us is they're going to try to control what we do, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be successful at what
1: we do. Sure. Nobody owns me except for my student loan. Here's the goal. Uh, (laughs) Be
0: the only running podcast left. That's not a Sidious Mag podcast. (laughs) It's going to be like 50 podcasts underneath Sidious Mag, but then the Beer Mile podcast is still its own venture.
1: That I mean that that would be funny to see. That would be hilarious. I, I guess maybe to like step back if people think we're shit talking. Sidious, we're definitely not. Like, we're not shit
0: <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. No. I mean, like I think we we can all agree that uh, Sidious with the like, especially like getting into the track meet coverage game and yeah. all of that. I mean, shout out to Chris Chavez and insidious mag crew my crushing it I don't, I don't even know who all is in the crew at this point i mean chris is obviously the lead man but you right. got you got kyle Merber doing some work there you got all the podcasters they, doing work there the writers they do
1: a good job of seeming i, I don't want to say like seeming like a big corporation because like that's maybe has some negative connotations to it but they they do a good job of having a large presence for how you know like they are not staffed like somebody like ESPN is, obviously. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. It's su- um, it's super impressive. When we interviewed Chris, we asked him some details about serious we mag. and And like, yeah, I mean, it's just his side thing part time. I think right. it's becoming more and more of a... I mean, he's putting a lot of time into it. No right, doubt. I'm sure right. he's working full time hours on it per yeah. week, but he also has his, you know, other full time jobs. Yeah, well. We
1: were, we were super surprised when he was like, Oh no, like it's, it's like, here's, and go back to the episode. If you want to kind of learn more about how they operate, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of work. My question is when is Kyle Merber starting a podcast? Cause he started his newsletter. If you haven't subscribed <laughs> to it, it's actually pretty funny.
0: I, he's he's got to get one too. I feel like yeah. every pro runner's got to get one.
1: Yeah, I mean him especially. Like he he's been in the booth with Chris. He'll be in the booth May first at Kansas City. He's obviously got like the writing aspect down and he if you can do live streaming and like live commentary you can do a podcast
0: yeah but no one's doing video like the beer mile boys that's all i gotta don't, say don't tell
1: them our secret have, have you
0: ever seen a podcast a running podcast that does a video version that has full green screen scoring on the intro and outro the only person, flip cup i mean come on the only person who, who, doing can, that?
1: who can rival us with memes uh is either morgan mcdonald or sit and kick
0: but I, don't much, I don't know much,
1: how much I don't know how much sit and kick has original content. Like our our OC is is pretty tight. I like to think, and they get a lot of fan submitted shit.
0: Oh, that's true. We don't have much fan help to be honest. On, yeah, send on us any some front. funny
1: memes. Send us funny memes, videos, ideas. <laughs> People chugging beer.
0: <laughs> we'll include it. We'll yeah. clearly include it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I guess the 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 ideal will be to. You know, get the podcasting world to uh, duopoly between Sidious Mag and Beer Mile Media. We got to make ourselves sound more official. I think we need to just like be like the. So he's got Sidious Mag, and then there's like the Sidious Mag Podcast Network. Like, mm. network's a big word, you know. We got to. Should we just call ourselves like conglomerate? The... Yeah, the beer the beer mile media conglomerate or something like that. <laughs> I think that I think we got to go. We got to go somewhere down yeah, that road. We, need, we, we gotta, need to we start gotta, like
1: a parent shell company that just owns everything.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. We'll, we'll think on names that are larger than life for sure.
1: I like that. Larger than life. Yeah.
0: So Chris Chavez, if you want to put an offer to acquire us, it's a no-go, buddy.
1: Oh, I was going to say if you <laughs> pay for our pancakes at like IHOP and then just like slide a greasy napkin over with like a nice note that's probably that's probably equivalent to like what we're worth right <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> actually yeah maybe we want to get acquired because then uh Sidious Mag can assume all of our cash flow negative operations and Ooh. take on our debts how about Ooh. that
1: Chris Chavez is Chris Chavez,
0: big opportunity <laughs> but no we, we are we are in fact totally kidding uh yeah. Sidious Mag absolutely crushing it um great great to see another running podcast out there but i mean just remember just remember to stick with your boys long term you can add noah's podcast to your to your list to your queue but make sure you're sticking with the beer mile boys first
1: yeah i think um i think it's good to see that Sort. i don't even know like the obviously nobody really knows the financial details of that but i think it's good to see that they're kind of joining forces because my secret hope is like chris obviously just needs to do this full time and we just need to like pump money in that direction that that's what
0: I'm thinking too. I mean eventually like the, he's eventually this is going to be a full-time thing for him. Yeah. He's going to have enough I mean, different revenue hope. sources the, between podcasts, writing, uh meets. He, yeah. That that would be I mean, good. The, that would be awesome. The more that
1: he's involved with the sport as I mean if it hasn't been evident this year, but the more that Chris Chavez is involved with track and field, I think the the better that the sport is.
0: I would agree with that. That's pretty I high think, praise,
1: right? That's I think oh, yeah. he's
0: I think he's proven that over the last few years. So all four of that.
1: Yeah. What else we got for today? On on our not banter episode.
0: Man, I don't I don't know if I have any beef to start. I don't know if we need to start beef every episode. Don't really have I any beef. I won't beefs. be able to keep up with it. I mean, for the people, you know, keeping track at home, keeping score at home. No date set for the West Fly beer mile yet. He's, you know, he's an NCAA athlete. I appreciate that. I'm not going to try to like force him to do it during a, an outdoor season or anything. Unless. I mean, if he wants to do it, I'll, I'll for sure for sure do it. Like, yeah. but I'll leave that on him. I'm not going to I'm not going to call him out and call him a call him a pussy for not doing a beer mile during yeah. an NCAA track went, like, season. His I would coach never told do him that. to
1: not do that. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) so
0: so even if it you know whether it's june or if it has to push to like you know late summer fall whatever it is like we'll make it work we'll make it happen
1: i think um i have a feeling that like me racing sinclair might go down um over the olympic trials we'll see if like i end up going there you Um, go yeah but that gives me i mean that's quite a bit of time yeah to train that would be a good time if not
0: you yeah you'd probably have to wait till late summer early fall like like say we go to like a fifth ab
1: mile or something like that
0: it would have to be somewhere like it has to be after the olympics yeah that's the other thing is even at the olympic trials if she makes the olympic team i don't know if she'll want to
1: probably not run a
0: run go ran because i mean
1: all out 400 that's probably where you'd get injured <laughs> you're
0: just risking something right. so yeah i feel like it's gonna have to be a well but who knows i mean you know when some when some beverages are flowing and the mind is getting a little ambitious maybe True. maybe things I guess will yeah, happen yeah
1: we never we never agreed on like if if we would do it pre or post beers so i don't and know and also
0: like will it be yeah how much advanced notice is it can one person just say i oh, guess if yeah. both parties agree if, if one person says, Oh, how about right now? And the other person agrees, then it is Isn't what that, it is. You just kind of like
1: fights work. Like you, you give notice and then you're like, all right, within X amount of days, like we're doing it. Um, I, yeah, I would say the absolute minimum that I would need is probably end of May. Like I'll be in good enough shape to run fast enough to where I think I would beat her. Okay, okay. But we'll see, because I've got ai mean, yeah,
0: you certainly won't be racing before then, probably, most likely. No,
1: most yeah, likely. I doubt it. I mean, I, I'm not even in, like, the weight room until... I'll do some weight room stuff next week. There we go. I've really only been doing one workout a week, so...
0: You got to just rely on that natural talent, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, that's, like, the key is, like, how much do I focus on actually getting really strong to, like, run, like, a, a 50 versus... Or, or maybe like more so like a twenty five versus how much do I focus on like just getting some sort of like speed endurance and like not hitting the weights as much and and not getting injured.
0: That's that's why you have a coach. Don't True. ask me, dog.
1: True. <laughs> it is nice not to like have to plan my runs. That's pretty dope.
0: Absolutely. I don't know if I got anything else. I mean, always, always things in the works. We might Tank. have do we, uh,
1: do we review this beer since we sh- shat on them in the other podcast?
0: Oh, man! I guess so. I'll take I'll take a sip of it for sure.
1: <laughs> it's a sip,
0: a quick sip. While Adam's opening this beer here. Uh, in other news, BeerMile.com, the revamped version of the website, still coming. We're chugging along on that. Uh, hopefully hopefully soon on that one.
1: Yeah. I think we talked about it at the beginning of this, but that was definitely one of the things that, you know, as we started getting more and more interest in the podcast, we, well, that was like a 15 year old. boy. I say, um, hopefully, <gasps> hopefully that comes,
0: comes hopefully, through while well, that
1: voice crack. Yeah. Hopefully the website drops before our, my balls do. Um, <laughs> no, that was one of the things that we kind of reprioritized Cause we were lit or at some points we were doing two interviews in a week. Yeah. Uh, on top of a full-time job. So you know, revamping the website completely was, uh, not very realistic, but I think depending on how many interviews we have in March, we'll see. And then April, I feel like is, is kind of prime time for dropping it. So there we go. Check it out. Uh, we'll be, we'll blast it out on all of our social media. You'll, you'll know when it drops unless you find the secret alpha version and tell us too, because that'll be kind of funny the
0: alpha version well
1: because it's technically a, it's public no, it's, no, it's, it's funny it, it, it it's oh, a the joke. alpha it's a joke <laughs> fuck me yeah, that it, <laughs> it,
0: no, no adam doesn't mean anything related to westfly there just so you know alpha and beta are commonly used in the software engineering world that's, to describe releases. Alphas a funny. pre-release anyway i just wanted to i didn't no, you said that. It's, it's funny. It's that sad that my brain alpha- has been retrained, though. Like that's the problem. My brain would have West never like, thought West that six months ago. Though. He has. Po- he's poisoned me so badly.
1: Um, yeah, it's funny that both Alpha and Beta are like you go from alpha to beta when you get more mature so maybe we are betas i don't I, know <laughs> i think let's let's start it let's just start memeing that we're betas bro i'm a fucking beta beta's only on this beta's page. only ooh betas that's only. a good idea i like that we should make some beta's only shirts that's ooh, ooh actually though, hit us up if you want beta if you want beta merch hey harry or if you're listening that would
0: probably be a good one for you guys to Yo, jump in on honestly actually there you go i'll send them an invoice for bringing up their name again creative on the podcast content yeah yeah there we go beta's um, only
1: yeah but the the website gonna be dope really the biggest part right now is bringing uh chris and i were actually just talking about people using the existing website um which has been around for a long time yeah so we're really focusing right now on figuring out how to take all y'all's old data and make sure that works with the new site with all the improvements we've added Mm -hmm. obviously want to add cool shit at some point, at some point in the future, you know, like who knows, we could even add like live streaming to it and y'all can live stream your friends puking up on a Chender Mile right, or something. That's right. Uh, but got to get the first one out, you know, to, to kick that off.
0: That's right. Yeah. I mean, think about uh, think about Instagram. You're just scrolling through your feed. That's like recent posts from people you could just be scrolling through recent beer mile races and just watch the videos and vote whether you think it's official or not. Like just think about that. I mean, I, I'm not promising one thing over another, but like that's kind of the idea It's just yeah. every, every day or every couple of days when you come back in, there'd be something new for you to watch, to check out. Um, even if you're not running beer miles yourself, you can still be get entertained. Yeah. Through the, I one through I the think videos as, as and,
1: we kind of expand either through like our YouTube of, of us doing challenges that, you know, we don't always do beer related stuff. we've done ice cream, we've done t-shirts we've yeah. done probably All sorts do of stuff. donuts at some point, yeah, um, but adding more categories like that because it is it is more like digestive athletics like that will be when I think a lot of people take off and like start streaming their own stupid content and yeah
0: and trying any variety of events, yeah, absolutely yeah. absolutely BeerMall.com coming um, I don't know. I I guess I talked about this last podcast. I'll just touch on it really quick and we'll get in the beer of the week. Uh moving to Colorado for the summer. Some people actually yeah. a couple of people asked, like, Oh, were you kidding or not? Or I don't oh, know. Oh no, no, that's no. No, not kidding, not kidding. So uh yeah, benefits of working remotely um and being able to go to Colorado to running the mountains this summer so hopefully can meet up with some people in person to get some interviews there while i'm there uh the boulder running scene potentially
1: shanna if you're listening
0: you might be on you might be included in the list maybe we'll even you know get some of those tin man guys on here finally break into that crew and uh get some mountain dudes i'd love to love to get some some there's obviously a lot of good ultra and trail runners out in colorado so could look to bring get some of them on live as well can't wait till we
1: do a podcast on top of a fourteener. That oh that's that's gonna be epic. That's gonna yeah. be epic. If you're if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this and you're gonna steal our idea, I, I'm kinda mad, but like eh.
0: Nah, the nobody see the thing is is people might think they're gonna steal the idea, but then they're
1: then they actually think critically about it. And that's what yeah. we don't do. I mean, do. it's the same
0: re- like podcast. They don't have the video version right. or if they do throw the video up, it's just literally the zoom. Oh, call I guess that would be really,
1: that would be really boring if you did like a traditional podcast on top of a mountain. Cause you, how is that any different?
0: It wouldn't be exactly. <laughs> it would just be annoying. Cause there'd probably be terrible. Like, air quality right, sound, right. And so no you'd have to be on film mul- multiple camera angles shit we're
1: safe all right we're safe okay, we're good okay, we're good okay. we I got can...
0: we throw the gopros up
1: yeah sometimes you film. speak these things into existence and then you get cucked but oh yeah
0: that's a take the gopros up there yeah we're easy good. We're easy good. money all right let's get this thing closed out with the beer of the week uh what are we working with today we... so th- this is the one we we did not taste this one last time, but it's the right, same. We had another brewery.
1: IPA from the same brewery. Uh this one is Hurricane Reef from Florida. The Florida Beer Company. Really? Is that what it's called? I really? don't recall that. I think this is
0: a different brewery, man. I think I think that brewery the, last time um, was in the Quad Cities. It was in Rock yeah, Island. Yeah,
1: the labeling looks very similar.
0: It does. I thought it was the same beer, actually.
1: Huh, well, I guess Okay, well, net new beer. New new beer new uh new taste let's give it a whirl the Hurricane Reef IPA
0: six and a half percent yep that's that's an IPA
1: so the last one you said was super basic like that was like your your classic yeah fucking uh gas station. This, this where IPA. I feel I
0: feel like I need this one next to that one to taste the difference because it's kind of the same. It's like that's fine.
1: Ooh, really? <laughs>
0: yeah, oh okay. You're gonna disagree with that? I mean yeah, it's I think, it's fine. I think you know? this
1: tastes way better than the last one. Way better? Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. But
1: I well, really I really don't know. Let's rate her. So for all IPAs for taste. Three, two, one.
0: I'll go a seven.
1: Okay, so I mean, we, we rated, both win safe, we rated it yeah. the same. Yeah, no. I'm it, after a couple sips. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little tastier than I might even go like an eight. It's definitely not a nine. Nine and ten for IPAs are reserved for like I really like Blood Orange. That's like kind of the nine and ten category for me. But I, I that's like a strong seven, if not an eight.
0: It's drink. Well, I don't want to use the word drinkable because we're talking about the uh, taste here, but. I, for
1: an IPA it's not like ooh that was so gross burp. It's not overly like harsh like it doesn't taste. Right right right. It's not one of those super hoppy. That's what I that was my beef with the last one. It was just like so hoppy and like not flavorful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I guess I'm letting you convince me a little bit here. No, I mean, no,
1: don't let me do that, but let's do let's do okay. all so out of all beers taste for this one. Uh, Three, two, one, six. I'll say a four. Yeah, okay, so Chris did four. Okay, four.
0: Yeah, again, I don't know. The IPA game is just not my game. There are occasionally ones that I find that I like, for whatever reason, more than others. This is still kind of you know uh, standard ass IPA. It's not gonna lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, should, that should be like a like S A IPA. Standard ass IPA.
0: If if I were to have a line, I think if I were to have a lineup of like ten IPAs and tasted them all, I would have a better. I'd it'd be easier for me to say I like this one more than this one. I think I feel like IPAs. The IPAs range I only have quite them, a bit. I don't have them. Yeah, exactly, and I don't have them often enough where I remember close enough what the last IPA tasted yeah. like. So it's like I taste this and I'm like I don't know how much different that was in the last IPA. I just can't remember. And also some days the IPA tastes better than other days. Like some days True. my taste buds are in the mood for it. Whereas other days they're not. So I'm, I also think I might just be biased by the current moment and that it's nothing to do with the beer. It's just based on what I'm feeling that day. True.
1: You, I mean, you could say that with
0: any beer though. It, you could say it with any beer for sure. Okay, I've certainly had my fair share of beers where I've loved them one time, had them again
1: the next time. Yeah, and I was I like, mean, oh I, yikes. I cycle through light beers like every three months. Yeah. Yeah. Not, switching. I'm, not, I'm on the um, I'm on the
0: Budweiser game right now. Oh,
1: it's it's nice because uh, my brother and I synced up on uh, it's I, I feel like this is what ladies let us know. 18% uh, listeners, let us know if if this is like a similar feeling to syncing up on your menstrual cycle. Because Ooh. when Eric and Ooh. I we were We got together for St. Paddy's Day, just like a super small gathering. And I asked him, like, what do you want? Like, what light beer is he feeling today? And he was like, Michelob Ultra. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, because normally when you go out with the boys, it's always like a freaking debate over like what shitty beer you're going to buy. Yeah. And it wasn't. And I was like, oh, man, we are like synced up. That's the true runner's beer right there. Michelob Michelob Ultra. Ultra.
0: Lower in ABVs. And because of that, a lot of marathons will have it. That's yeah, the it's the Runner's Beer.
1: Right now it's it's in for me.
0: Wow. I I got nothing against Michelob Ultra. I think some people would say, "Oh, you're worse you're drinking that cheating or the light light I beer. Think like the what's one, the point of even drinking it?" The one thing
1: I don't like about it is like the the bottle is like super skinny or not the, the bottle the can is can really super skinny. skinny. Yeah, yeah. Like throws me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't like it. I'm just like, "Why like give me like a real beer?" It's a no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do let's do taste for this one.
0: You mean drinkability
1: drinkability. I mean, okay. In terms of IPAs, three, two, one, eight. I'm going to
0: just say five middle ground, I guess. Okay.
1: I think because it's not super hoppy. I would, yeah, that's why I give it an eight. Okay. It's like, I feel like I could chuck that pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, that is fair. It, I just I haven't how, made it very far in this one to... I don't know how, how I would fare like after drinking a full one, though, if I would be tired of it. Right, right, right. Well, I guess we won't find that one out today, unfortunately. True. But seeing as <laughs> these are the last beers in my household. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning out the house. Uh, all right. And and I, it, in terms of all beers, drinkability. Three, two, one, five. I'm going to go two, okay. man. Yeah. I mean, you got to get those IPAs are down there. Yeah.
0: IPAs are down there.
1: And to the like, to I the listener like, who
0: said that Dragon's Milk is bad, get out of here. Yeah. I, Dragon's Milk is more drinkable than this for me.
1: I would say they're <laughs> close. Dragon's Milk, again, it kind of depends. That's the X factor of Dragon's Milk is like, I like depends on what day that I'm drinking it because right, I'm right. either going to want to slam it or not.
0: Yeah, right. All right, X Factor on this one. You got anything? Um, I
1: mean, you didn't
0: even you thought it was
1: the same brewery, and it's not even the same brewery as that last uh, review. <laughs> so true. I don't know. I I would say the the artwork, but that's what I always <laughs> say. <laughs> this one has a nice artwork. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of like, not really like World War, eh, maybe kind of World War Two. I think that's the vibe they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good vibes. Well, you know. Minus, minus the whole Hitler thing. Yeah, actually, wait. Why why is this a World War II vibe? I feel like it's Hurric- just that well, a hurricane like reef. A plane. Maybe that's like some place in the Pacific. I don't, I don't know.
0: Well, it's just like hurricanes. All right, just don't listen to anything we just said about yeah, that because it might be Mariah. right or wrong. Who knows? Yeah. We're just going to mm, yeah cut that off know, there. I,
1: I'm kind of a sucker for like World War II documentaries, so maybe that's why I convinced myself that that's a World War II plane when there's like... It a, looks like it could be looks
0: like it could. i mean be it's from shit. the same
1: error but right, it's it's right. not uh there's like no people still
0: fly planes like that though yeah
1: exactly yeah i don't really know if there is an x factor for this i like i like the mint green color on the label good yeah good colorway for sure i'm all about that
0: that nice uh seafoam green looking mint green thing. almost
1: matches my uh my curtains do the curtains match the drapes yeah good question <laughs> <laughs> all right if, if you see a picture of, of my hair and my eyebrows you know that's probably not the case oh my gosh <laughs> yikes okay well how are we closing
0: this out what advice do you have um we going with another midwest goodbye on this one
1: yeah yeah we are
0: i mean i feel like we kind of have been going with the midwest goodbye i think people a while, like though. it like that's I, oh, I know
1: you know i don't want to say it's banter but it's uh it's yeah, good oh, need to come
0: up with another word for that
1: instead yeah. of banter but i need a thesaurus Um, words of wisdom get, you know, you should, uh, you should get out of your own way. Like when you're, when you're Mm. feeling it, you got to go with the flow, stop trying to force everything.
0: That's good. Is there a specific application you're thinking of for that right now? Is this like related to running running, related to work related to,
1: I was kind of thinking about it on my run today, but I, I think it kind of applies to, we talked quite a bit about it in the podcast upcoming with Bailey and Shayla. But also, like with running, it seems so like it just like occurred to me on my run today, I was like, why, like on certain days when you're just like not feeling it, why do you like try and grind those out? Like, yes, to every application of this theory like requires certain times where you're grinding. Right. Like you can't just like bitch out in a race, right. But like long term, why do you treat the days that you feel shitty? Like you're trying to like perform at the next level. Like you never adjust like your expectations for yourself when you're feeling shitty. So just go with the flow, like allow yourself to have easy days. And if you're like feeling really good and your workout, like then, you know, you can like push yourself more. So just go with the flow, you know,
0: go with the flow. Let so, things
1: happen. Get
0: out. So not wait. Did, didn't it start with? Get out of your own way or do yeah.
1: get, yeah. Okay. Yeah, get stop out of your getting own way. in your own way. Let I was thing.
0: thinking you were going to take like a, uh, a, a work ideas business
1: entrepreneur angle I mean, it, to that That I mean it's the same thing with beer mile like we haven't tried to like everything that we've tried to force probably hasn't worked out and everything that just happened we've like seen how deep the rabbit hole goes and it's ended up being way more successful than something that we haven't forced that's true very true my advice for
0: today Build up that uh build up your position and put options on GameStop. That thing coming back down Dude,
1: to zero, baby. No, even, not to zero, I'm, but I'm kinda triggered because I have I have a lot of put options on AMC and that is uh it's really hurting me financially right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so when's what's the expiration date? April first.
0: Oh that's you, that's you com- went a little too you went too short term. That's your problem. I you gotta know. go longer. Well, but that's the
1: issue is I I bought it. And then this freaking next spike happened. Wave came. Yeah. Mm. So rough. Oh, there you go. I I think that I'll probably net at least zero from it. Like Net I'm, zero. What do you mean net at least zero? Like right now I'm in the negatives. Wait wait. How can you be na- what, what, what what? Based on the based on. All what? right all right.
0: We're okay. We're the Midwest goodbye on this podcast. We're getting into some stock trading tips here. Wait. So I'm confused. You you. Bot puts yeah how do you go negative i mean you like you can the lose every value. you can lose
1: everything that you have right the contract value is negative like what people are buying the same contract for is lower now yes yes yeah so technically in the negatives assuming
0: well yeah yeah but you already so yeah you might just when you sell it you might get nothing or i right. mean you, you're gonna get a lower amount or you're going to let it right you right, can't right. let it expire because then you will get nothing
1: right, yolo yolo baby i'm letting it go Bad. i'm no, gonna no, let no. it go f- until like probably four days before three days before and we'll then, see then just it goes. get it out and yeah. hope that yeah, yeah so that's why I, I i say like i'm down a lot right now but i think based on, like i mean it's fucking amc it's not gonna be up just forever. a
0: matter of how long uh, the, and if the, i lose out
1: on this i'm just gonna dollar cost average and buy some more fucking puts you well, well, we'll see how deep the that, rabbit hole goes this,
0: this uh this podcast is not investment advice um <laughs> so anything we say here is the opinions of adam and chris solely and should not be used for uh, grounds of investment trading or investment uh advice just want to put that disclaimer in there i think that's the official uh, official, official disclaimer of the financial world yeah. um but but yeah, no, get make sure you last last chance to get those put options on uh on GameStop. It's a fire sale, man. If you if you get uh get some like July expirations so that you have plenty of runway for it to tank again, you're going to make some easy money.
1: Honestly though, like are the contract prices worth it? They're pretty fucking high.
0: No, that's not worth it. Honestly, if you don't know what you're doing, you probably shouldn't be fucking around with options, to be honest, well, last, time I, last it, time
1: I checked what the contract prices were, uh it was like $12. It, for what? per, per a contract for 100 shares like that's
0: oh it, it depends yeah i mean it depends on which ones you're getting but
1: that get- was like the, go, the if short the short
0: deep if you go like deep out of the money like so so i bought so some you gotta go
1: deep so for- I, well, I
0: bought some july expiration GameStop stop puts at a strike price of 60 dollars. so i'm assuming it's going to drop a lot i mean if, if it drops like another i don't know if it drops for like one or two more days i'll make decent money it's just yeah, a matter that, of like deciding to sell or deciding not to sell yeah but the problem is part of the problem is is since i actually bought the contracts gamestop has dropped and the contracts have not that's gone up pi- in value yeah, that's what pisses because me because there was so much demand for puts because everyone is doing thinking the same thing obviously right. it's not like i have an idea that like no one you, else has. you might actually
1: have to wait for those to just print
0: yeah i mean we'll see what happens uh no one day at a time one day at a time Give us give us your
1: stock. Uh Ooh, that's give, us a good your, one.
0: give us a stock move to do and we'll do it live on the podcast. segment.
1: I will YOLO whatever I have left over in my Robin Hood from, from oh this AMC garbage. Oh gosh. I'll just YOLO it for I mean it's only it's like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of uh my deal with Jordan was instead of obviously since we can't go to casinos all that often uh because of COVID, I was like, well, I'm just gonna put a few hundred dollars in Robin Hood like i put in like 300 bucks was up to like a thousand and uh depending and on how you're losing it back depending on how amc works out uh we'll see losing it back down um so it's it's really just play money you know send us your send us your send uh, us your play money play so we money, can play yeah. with it yeah
0: there we go uh yeah i mean stay true buy bitcoin short game stop
1: don't buy the what? what's the um art Work that uh Oh
0: god, do not do that. Please do not do that. You're not even buying the
1: artwork. What is it? What's it called again? it's a the fucking D- acronym. Um Does
0: it wait, start it with an
1: it? R. R. RFT. NFT. 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 I fucking At least Bitcoin you can like buy shit with. NFTs, you're just like burning the Amazon rainforest.
0: <laughs> See, yeah, I don't know. I, I keep I go back and forth on this. I tried to educate little educate myself on this because uh I thought it was weird. My first, my first impression was like, wow, this doesn't make any sense. Like, absolutely. This should not be like nobody invests in this. This is dumb. But then I don't know. The more you, like I heard people talk about it, the more you think about it, it's like people buy things to hold them all the time for store, of for store, for hopeful store of value. Right. And like, this is just eliminating the need to like physically pay for a vault or something to house it. And also, I mean it's not like the US dollar actually has any value. You're just like trusting that it has value. Yeah. And so this is really no different. Than, I mean money is isn't real. Actually, like, it doesn't actually mean wonder. anything unless our government says it means something. So it's, it's kind more, of the it's same more about, like, the
1: People saying, I mean, something. But, well, people like, saying, difference. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, you have
0: tr- you have trust in the U.S. dollar because if inflation would go crazy or something, you're trusting that the U.S. government will take care of you yeah. or take care of the money. And, well, think, and similar um, with Bitcoin. I mean, I don't know. You're, I mean, you're trusting that it it will go up in value over time. And apparently, there's enough trust in with the
1: process. The reason why I'm still kind of okay with Bitcoin, although I think I've gotten a little less like um, I I'm like trying to like figure out how I feel about like the amount of power that Bitcoin, like just blockchain in general requires at that scale, but at least Bitcoin people like generally as it's more like accepted by, I mean, Tesla's accepting it or something like that soon. Yeah. Um, the whole point of Bitcoin and its value is utility, whereas NFTs are, like, it's it's not utility. It's just, like, something to have. I, I guess you could say yeah. that it's an investment, but also, like, I'm actually curious, in the near future, like, it's kind of akin to, like, artwork. I mean, most of the NFTs, like, are around digital artwork. Right. And I wonder how much it's going to be used as a front for like money laundering, because that's basically oh, what the, I mean. One hundred percent. What private art collections? One hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And, but like, artwork is an investment. You know it. Anything's an investment. Like literally anything can go up or down in value over time. From your freaking your napkin holder on your table to your T V. Like everything either goes up and or down in value. It just depends on what it is.
1: Stonks only go up. Beermile.com only goes up. I mean,
0: that's true. Our stock value is just rising week over
1: week here. (laughs) Can we (laughs) We should we should like tweet out once a week like what our stock value is.
0: Oh, the beer mile the beer mile media (laughs) stock value. I love it
1: uh chris had an unsuccessful beer mile world record attempt adam got injured for oh that's fucking, good for that's actually tanking. good like
0: chunder mile didn't get the world record so immediate dip in stock price yeah. but but he forecasts that next month's yeah. earnings he,
1: he's gonna hit it so, so it's like, like a ton, stock, a ton yeah. of people are buying calls yeah
0: people are buying calls they're yeah i like that i like that that's well, st-
1: and Nala has woken up from her nap. So I, I guess that's a good end to the pod.
0: I think yeah. that's a good end to the pod. We're going to go hang out with Nala. Maybe. I don't know. She looks like she's kind of passing back out here. <laughs> um, we're, yeah. We're, we're going to call it a night. Grab some dinner. We got a, a funny, hopefully you'll find an entertaining interview coming up. Uh, it's definitely
1: different than the other ones. It's definitely
0: different. We're not, it's a, I think different in a good way, different in a good way. Um, interviewing, uh, Bailey Myers and Shayla Houlihan. Uh, hopefully, uh, it sounds like this will work, but no, no guarantees, but hopefully Cooper and Cole Hawker. Hopefully we have them on as well soon here. And we got a ton of other guests coming too, y'all. Don't worry about that. We got to know we're announcing, uh, we're announcing something big in two weeks. A, our next big sponsorship well, maybe we'll land another sponsorship before then too. But we got a big sponsorship announcement in two weeks. Yeah, that'll be fun. Going to throw that on the radar now. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're, we got some other video ideas too. We're gonna do a little donut challenge. If you're in the Chicago area and you'd like to join us for a challenge yeah, that involves eating up. donuts and running laps around a track,
1: slide in those DMs. Slide in the
0: DMs. We'll make sure you're included in that list. Uh, that one, pro- that one can just be at the Montrose track, the main public track in Chicago, because there are no boozes involved in that one.
1: Yeah, that's clean.
0: That's a clean sport. All ages welcome. You just got to be able to eat some donuts and run some laps. So Yeah, big things coming. I think we already said our advice. I think the Midwest Goodbye went on long enough. I think we'll talk more about Robin Hood next week. What else? What else we got? I guess we The problem is we always say what else we got and then it leads to something yeah. else. So there's nothing else. We're
1: save Yeah, there's nothing else. We're saving our knowledge nuggets for next week or or whenever <laughs> we release another podcast. Yep. Every and Wednesday.
0: Yo, every Wednesday. It's been it's been happening every Wednesday. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we're just uh chilling uh nightcaps with Nala. Yep, listen to it every
0: Wednesday, except for the couple times that we didn't hit it on Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> this has been a ninety-eight point seven FM radio production.
1: <laughs> You're listening to GCI. <laughs> nice cock. <laughs>
0: oh man is that staying in
1: there's finish no edits him. there's no edits
0: on this podcast finish him
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right y'all give us a five star on apple podcast hit them us hit us up in the dms and that's all we ask well we ask a lot of i don't know what we ask we ask some we ask a lot of things give us give us the answers to all the questions we asked on this podcast and we will see you next week peace
1: in the sky, now I, I go for mine, I got to shine, I throw your hands up in the sky, Ay. I'ma get on the TV mama, i am going I'ma push it down, Hey, 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 hey. welcome to the good life, What we like the girls who ain't on TV cause they got more ass than the models, the good
0: life